That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Because the competition sometimes doesn't want to hear their fans. Well, guess, oh. Oh, I guess I'm burning another bridge. Surprise. Ladies and gentlemen, AEW cares about their fans. Because we are not here just to get our, ourselves a paycheck. We're here every week with you people, without you people, and we come out here and we bust our asses. Because we love, we love professional wrestling. I will give the devil his due, but you saw a match between Kenny Omega and my dude Jungle Boy that you will not see on the other channel. You will not see legends who are respected on the other channel. You will not see people like me and my best friend on the other channel. And you will not see the heart that everybody in that locker room has on the other channel. If there's one thing that we have learned and have been guaranteed to receive in recent times, it's that we're in for a treat whenever Eddie Kingston has a microphone in his hands. The guy always seems to prove that he has no filter at all with what he says, and certain people have definitely felt his wrath once again from a recent promo he cut that you heard just now. That was from the post-Dynamite show from last Saturday, and he has not so subtly thrown jabs towards WWE, towards how they book their talents and their legends in a not-so-favorable way. And even when I say that, I'm definitely understating just how badly it is, as anyone who has been a WWE fan at any point in their lives knows exactly what's, what Eddie Kingston is talking about there. What he had to say in this promo about them, I agree with 100%. WWE is public enemy number one, it seems like, in the eyes of the IWC. For all of these reasons that Eddie said, among other things, as well as some independent wrestlers out there who proclaim they never want to set foot there at all in their careers for fear of being misused to their capabilities as a wrestler. WWE has does seem to have a terrible track record with all these things that were mentioned. Wasting away aspiring wrestlers' best years and catering obscurity and disrespecting legends more often than not instead of treating them the way you call them, legends. Now, what Bully Ray had to say about Kingston's promo on Busted Open Radio was more critical towards Kingston himself, rather than being in agreement with what he had to say about the company. He basically called out Eddie Kingston and told him to, quote, stay in his lane, as he shouldn't be the one to trash talk the other company as someone who has never been there himself. And he mentioned that it was one thing for guys like Cody or Chris Jericho to throw jabs at WWE the way he did, but not Eddie Kingston because of that. I also gotta agree with Bully Ray here. And while, I know, while I am behind Kingston's own critiques of the company, and I agreed with him on his sentiments, he is not in the right position, at least in my opinion, to be calling them out publicly at a wrestling show, even if it was after the show went off the air. This can very likely have Kingston come across as untrustworthy with what he says from AEW's perception of him moving forward, considering that he has no filter, like I stated before. I, I disagree with you about him being untrustworthy because he, he loves it. He, he loves he, AEW. He is, he is, he's AEW. He's Khan's flag bearer. Right, yeah. yeah, but... He's the flag bearer. But I 100% agree with Bully Ray. What Bully Ray is saying is, Eddie Kingston, you have no cachet to talk trash about the WWE. Zero. You have zero credibility. Cody Rhodes have credibility because he's been WWE. Yeah. 
Chris Jericho's been in WWE. Miro. Huh, Miro has been in WWE. Hell, Andrade just got to the AEW, and he got more credibility than Eddie Kingston because he knows what it's like, mm-hmm. right? If they, if one of those four men that I just mentioned were talking trash about WWE, you would say nothing. You would hear nothing from me. It was like, it'd be a case of, okay, it's par for the course because yeah. they just got out of the WWE exactly. system for a good amount of years there. They know exactly what but, the ins and outs are behind that. But company. from WWE's perspective, they're like, who's Eddie Kingston? Who the hell are you? Like, you're a nobody compared to the guys in, in WWE. Yeah. Eddie Kingston, yes, he's a he's a one of the best talkers in AEW. Right, no question. I'm that... I'll emphatically agree that he's one of the best talkers he in, might in the be game. The on he some might, nights. Arguably, yeah. Arguably, it might be the on some nights. He's up yeah, there. Definitely. But there. you can't talk shit when there's no credit that is due. You have no credit in in your game mm-hmm. in terms of talking WWE, right? Mm-hmm. Bully is absolutely right. Stay in your lane, right? And shut your mouth and just wrestle, right? Because, mm-hmm. like... You have no right to talk about the WWE. They didn't do anything to you. Hell, and um, if you hell, hell, I bet you even wanted to be in WWE. In a, and everybody knows that too. There's no wrestler on God's green earth that that sat there with a straight face and said like, "I want to go for the WWE." He technically almost was. Exactly. But he wouldn't have wrestled. He would have been a coach. Coach, wrestler, whatever. Yeah, whatever. You would have thrived right? in that role too. But what I'm what I'm saying is like. He's he's low key being a hypocrite himself because even he wants to be in WWE years ago. Any wrestler around the world, indie, underground, whatever, you can't tell me the straight face that you don't want to be in WWE. Everybody's got a price. Exactly, mm-hmm. money talks. Money talks. Right? And hell, think about. And sorry to cut you yeah, off, but I good. just wanted to get this point in that Eddie Kingston. When he signed on to AEW last year, people were calling him sellouts. Yeah. The the diehard indie wrestling fans that were behind Eddie Kingston throughout most of his career in the independent on the independent scene. Exactly. They called him sellout a sellout when he when he signed pen to paper with them because hey, it's a big company. Man, You're doing it for the money the man and for the notoriety. Boots. The man was trying to sell his boots. He had to. He, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. It's business he went hard to survive. Even earlier last year hard before time. signing on. The man, the man was him. on the indies for twenty plus years. Right, like it, it, it's it's a form of business. You can't, at, in terms of business, you can't put your heart where the money lies. Either like you got an AEW, he only signed for AEW because like I guess you could he still has that indie type of feeling. Yeah. In AEW, where it's like a select few superstars that came from the underground on the come up in AEW, but there's more eyes. Yeah, exactly. There's more eyes, but the main reason why any wrestler should want to go to the WWE is because it's mainstream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. WWE takes you places. AEW can't do that. They have no license to do that because they're still growing themselves. TNA couldn't do that. Um, Ring of Honor can't do that. No rest, no wrestling company around the world ain't even touching WWE. Mm-hmm. Right? That's why he's being a hypocrite of himself. Because even if, if he made it to the WWE, right? He, hell, he could have been mainstream. Right? He would have been had more opportunities to work with besides the WWE. And hell, you never, you never know what might happen. Right, but currently you're in AEW, working with a grown company in of itself. Yeah, and one day, possibly, hardly, I doubt it, that it will be WWE or surpass it. AEW one day. Yeah, like oh. it's a tough pill to swallow to surpass the WWE the way it is right now. Right, but 
Kiss needs to just shut his mouth and just... I don't think... The thing is, about... Going back to what you said there, man, I don't think AEW is even striving to be in a position to overtake WWE in that throne of being that global monopoly wrestling promotion. I wouldn't... Not, I, w- I don't know if that's their goal. No, no, no. Like, they I just w- want to provide an alternative I, 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 I agree with you that they don't want to be in that global aspect. I agree with you on that. Not necessarily there. Uh, I do think they want to be... Have like be huge they as, as they, big as they want to be, they want like to. WWE. But I don't know if it's to the point where they're a monopoly. No, if you get what I'm saying. No, no, I get what you're saying. They're not on that point yet because, like, again, they're still growing. Yeah, right. They don't have the. How can I say this? AEW is like a tree, right? They don't have the branches to expand, right? Mm-hmm. Of their own corporation, they don't have enough money resources when you said that you mean like expand to like more yeah, wrestling they, they don't have affiliations that. right they don't have that they WWE has that affiliations what do you mean about that they have more affiliations towards pro wrestling towards pro wrestling like with yeah. ring of honor yeah with new japan yeah, yeah but i'm but i'm talking about like oh they're trying to go sports and yeah don't they don't think, have that i don't think they want to do that i think that's not AEW's goal is to like span to those yeah it'll be nice like tnt has helped them you've seen them on on the NBA, so jerk on the NBA, they're talking about uh, Dynamite. They brought on Shaq and all that, but I don't think that's their goal to do that. I think they just want to spend in the pro wrestling world and trying to make it pro wrestling mainstream again. All right. I think that's their, that's well, their goal. Well, the thing is, wrestling's been mainstream because of WWE. Yeah, you know, it's, it's oh, been no, no. mainstream. Yeah, for sure. But it has lowered. It's regressed, I mean, obviously. We can, we can regress. Over the past 20 years, Over yeah. the past 20 years, of course. <laughs> Tremendously stuff, since the Attitude Era. Good stuff, Lord. Stuff regresses, but I think they want to try to build that back up. Hey, wrestling is cool. Come watch. Hey, I know you got your UFC guys. You got your boxing guys. You got your uh, people just regular sports, football, basketball, hockey guys. But I mean, come watch our shit. Why do you think WWE is always branching out to... Try yeah, to find they want scout talents the, that are have no wrestling experience wrestling. whatsoever. They want to get that and are like coming field. in from other branches of uh, different fields out there, well, like for, acting for kind of long. Well, yeah. for a, for AEW, they just have like they still have long weeks to go, and for Eddie Kingston or for any wrestler that's that has the mindset of Eddie Kingston, I would seriously call you a hypocrite because you can't tell me with a straight face that you never want to go to WWE. You can't, I don't, you can't, I don't you think can't tell he me that. said he wait. Did he actually say he didn't want to go to the E? No, I'm talking. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, when Eddie K- Kingston started as a wrestler, even yeah, every, he can't tell goal. me that he no, did no, not no, want to go to the E. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Like, everyone's goal yeah. is is to go to is to is to work for the big biggest promotion. But, and and for for Bully Ray's case, and here's all also elevated just to end it right here. Mm-hmm. I think in terms of Bully Ray's case, I'm like, yo, Eddie Kingston needs to step his game up because currently. He's not doing anything. What is what is Eddie Kingston? What has Eddie Kingston done in AEW to say the rant that he just had towards WWE? You're not. If it was Kenny Omega, I would have shut my mouth because he has cachet. He's the best wrestler in the world today. He's the guy I would say. I'm like, okay, I believe what he's saying yeah. because he's champion and mm-hmm. he's the best wrestler in the world, and I can depend on what he's saying because he's the entire brand of AEW represents. Yeah, I don't think the level of talent that the man possesses on the mic alone. Yeah, is exactly. To have it's give not him a, enough cachet. It doesn't. Ha- it, it doesn't. Talk back he, to them. Eddie doesn't have cachet at all, at all. He doesn't. I'm like, you practically just started. In like in AW, right? Right, and before that, he was in TNA, but TNA was in down was in the downward uh, downward Impact. spiral. Impact, yeah, I mean, whatever. Everyone knows it's TNA. We got it. <laughs> it's okay. We 
I'm, I'm sorry. I'm calling. I'm calling it TNA. I'm the Impact fan of the show. So. I don't even watch it much anymore. I, I got <laughs> shit to do. I but, got shit to but do. But it's but it's, I'm calling it TNA. But yeah. but but the bottom line is Eddie Kingston was in a doubt. Was in a shitty wrestling organization in TNA. And now <laughs> just to throw it back at you, man. And and now he's currently. It's an upgrade into AEW where he also has zero cachet. Shut your mouth. Work it up. up um, bring your game up. Possibly become a world champion. Possibly be the best wrestler in the game. Then talk shit about WWE. Well, now, I'm going to come in from a little different perspective. As uh, Abba and you said, we do agree... There's both sides. Like, to be honest with you, with uh, Eddie Kingston and his comments and Bully Ray, his comments, mm-hmm. they're both not wrong, as we said. They're both not wrong. Eddie Kingston's mainly, his comments were on how I think the E was treating everyone recently. Remember how uh, Mark Henry was treated? Yeah. How Big Show was treated? That up, yeah. How Christian, uh, okay. Christian, Mickey James. Those, were, big, those oh. were a big reason why all big three of those aforementioned names you just said left. came so, to EW. So let me, let me say something about that, actually. Mickey James, Big Show, Mark Henry, this, Christian. Let's take those yeah. people. Let's take those, right? They knew good and damn well that their time was up long before they even signed back to WWE. I don't think about the time is up. Is this there, like, it was? I, they're, it they're, was, bro. They wanted to legends. be associated with them. They, they still want to be associated, they and they want to give like, listen. I know they don't want to be like the front runners. I think that's not their 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 deal. They just wanted to help and so pass in some type of way. Remember, Mark Henry wanted to be a what producer or e- yeah, even like in that, right? even in corporate like, hey let me hey give me something so I can help you guys out. So yes, he was doing a lot bringing people in as as like a scout, but he wanted to hey, I'm still I can help you guys out. I give a different perspective I, and mm-hmm. then the E just wasn't I mean, letting I, him do I, that. I understand that. Big Show's been doing that for years. Big Show's yeah, yes, Big yeah. Show be like like he, Big Show He's the flat he's been a flat for the, the e. WWE. He does. He like Big Show loves the WWE. He's been doing backstage shit and or corporate shit, whatever, for years. So you can see how surprising it was when he left and when he when left. He came it, was, to the AEW. it was surprising, that but was I really was surprising. Like, it was surprising. Don't get me wrong, but I was like, okay, okay. Like Mickey James, uh, Mickey James. I feel like that was like um like a long time coming. To be honest, I mean, she was released. Yeah, she was. That's different. That's unlike the other. That, three. That's released. different. Christian, released. Christian. I like. I don't. I'm being honest with you. I don't give two shits about Christian. Hey, some people. I really don't. I don't give a damn about Christian. It's been pretty whole hum with his run so far. Yeah, Christian. I'm not looking at him at the same as Edge. I'm like, no, 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 no. Now if it was Edge at AEW, now we're talking, <laughs> okay? Now we're talking. But Christian, I'm like, so Matt Hardy, so Jeff Hardy, W and AEW. Okay, I, let's go. Jeff, I don't care what anybody says. I'm a diehard Jeff Hardy. Fan. I know you're diehard Jeff Hardy. Jeff is, Hardy is still got I that main event spice in him, right? Oh. I don't care. But that, that's another topic. That's another Listen, topic. We, I, you honestly, can't, get you honestly right can't gauge that we're properly not, because it does because Jeff Hardy isn't given much. We're not. Give, right we're not now. going but to that right the now. The guys that we just mentioned yeah. isn't. He Mark, may not be motivated. Mark. Mark. Mark, Mark Henry. Big Show. James. Mickey James and Christian. They're not. Uh, they don't have that main event. I don't think. But they're all. But they're all closer to the end no, of the career. No, no. They know they're close. But why? I understand the closest. Big Show. Mark Henry never may never want to wrestle. They still need to be never going to wrestle again. They still That's need to saying. be shown respect, and whatever happened during that Legends night, or what happened other other they had events, disrespect the shit out of them. They booked that. They booked it like that. That's like yo, and maybe that's a backstage stuff. That's what he was talking about. 
So that's what made them realize. Yeah, but well, everybody I'm, 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 knew I'm that though. Yeah, everyone knew that. He's just, it's just that was a straw that broke the camel's back. Though. It was a no, 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 I, no, no, no. I'm talking about like every yeah. fan knew that, every analyst knew that, yeah. even. WWE Hall of Famers knew that. Knew that. Right? Yeah, then it was just like adding on top of yeah, it. Yeah, so, so no, no, but in terms of Eddie Kingston, I'm like, yo. Why why, why was he doing it? Was yeah, exactly. And that, makes my, and that makes Bully Ray's point. Yeah, but, but was now, he right? Now, let me get critiques. into Now, was he right with critiques? He was correct. He was no, no, I'm not saying he was not wrong. Not the fact that he did it. Yes. We're talking about the actual critique. No, 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 no. that, I'm yeah. not disagreeing. He was right. I'm yeah. not saying that. But like, the I don't. Wrong the, the wrong person said it. The wrong person said it. Exactly. Here, I'm going to get to this, and you're going to be going my next comment. You have a problem with that? Problem with the bully Ray saying it. Go ahead. Wrong, right response, wrong person. It's because going From back bully. to going back to Eddie Kingston's other uh, interview, I think he had with Russell's own. It might Russell, be. Yeah, I'm not. I, don't I forgot with Russell's own going about ECW, WCW, and the Fed back in the '90s, all talking trash, all um, jibber jabbing at each other mm-hmm. for for months, for months or for years on end. It, remember, it's a competition at the end of the day. But thing is this, now going with Bully Ray's comments, how I feel that wrong person, uh, right response, wrong person, Bully Ray is the same person I know goes back to TNA. But he was, remember, his first day in TNA, came back, he, he had his little line, whatever, talks about the WWE, and says, hey, those guys at Stanford, chew on this, and whatever. You're, really? Yes, I'm going back to that. Really? He, thing you're, is with Bully Ray, uh, let me finish, let me finish. <laughs> Bully Ray did sound kind of disgruntled in his in his response, but I understand it. <laughs> oh Lord! I know. I have to Lawrence, Carl finished it. Lawrence, you know God and damn well, Bully Ray is just as good as almost any single legend no, out there. No, no one's because I'm not disrespecting he's bully. the dude's been everywhere. I'm not disrespecting Bully. Right. I never said the, I disrespect the Bully. Bully Ray has been in WWE for over yeah. Close to 10 years. Close to 10 years. Yeah, correct. So he knows what it's like. I know. Both as a I single star and him. both and as a tag team competitor. He knows what it's like. He has cachet. He's he arguably, he the Dudley Boys, we'll get to it later. The, the, <laughs> Dudley, <laughs> the Dudley Boys is arguably the greatest tag team of all time. They are. I have no problem with what Bully Ray said. And hell, if there was one person... To be to have a significant rant that had that doesn't give two shits about what he says. It's bully Ray. You think you think you think Austin will be too? Hell, if Austin said, I would have no problem with it either. Austin say what the fuck he wants. He he can say something. Be okay. No, 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 exactly. That's Vince would still take it back. No, no, exactly. That's Austin. The biggest star you ever had. He will. He but the thing is, Austin will take it back because he because he fucks with Vince. Bully Ray is outside of Vince. He doesn't associate with Vince anymore, and that's what that's what and that's what I'm saying. Bully Ray was perfect. I would have no problem with it. Leave my nigga Bully Ray alone. <laughs> it's like I said, if you ain't talking, I ain't watching. You're listening to Wrestling Hypothesis. Bro. The first lady. I don't know if I'm ready for this. You want a tissue? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. At the end of the day, no matter how you want to look at it, you want to look at it sideways, you want to look at it from the top, from the bottom, it doesn't matter. There are levels to this. Well, welcome everybody to episode 70 of the Wrestling Hypothesis Podcast, here for your Sunday, your 4th of July edition of the show for 2021. Unfortunately, from the news, it looks like we're going to be getting shitty weather here at the, on the 4th of July, so hopefully that's not the case by the time this, this drops out to you guys. 
You guys still, hopefully you guys still have a great holiday. Anyways, I'm the ABA, your host. How's everyone doing today? And joining me this week is... One half of the bromance, Ricardo. My man Kenny isn't here, so... The new head of the table has taken over oh my the God. wrestling hypothesis. Hey, look. The, <laughs> hey, look. You, you could you, be a hater. You're, you're a shut-up hater. The best ability is availability. That's all I got to say. Oh, man. Hit Kenny right where it hurts. No, nah, no. Nah. He, he low-key knows the truth. <laughs> the best ability is availability. We'll definitely be hearing If you count time. down the number of times he's been absent and I've been here, this nigga Kenny's in the double digits. <laughs> double digits. Man, Tara been here more than him. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Kenny's been here more than Tara. But no, I've, been, yes. I've been here more than both of them combined. <laughs> Yep, that is indeed the case. And joining us, of course, besides besides Ricardo, is Big L Lawrence. What's up, everybody? I I got nothing. Let's start okay. the show. No, I see that. <laughs> I got nothing. I see Let's that. start this show. I see that. But as you guys know, listening, this podcast is available to listen to on various different platforms out there, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and our very own YouTube channel over on that platform. Go ahead, be sure to subscribe. Check out our videos for more extra content. We are starting on OnlyFans. Don't worry, we'll have extra content. No, 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 no. 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 Disregard that, guys. No. We are not starting an OnlyFans. Forget that. Man, do you do what you do on your own time. Don't affiliate, don't associate. We're not associating the show with you. You can drop the cash app. Oh, we'll drop no, the cash app. No, no. Anyways, anyways, no. 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 no, just moving on here. Ignore that, guys. Sorry about that. Follow us on our social media accounts. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, where we often report breaking news that comes out in professional wrestling. And we let your listeners know the updates on the status of the show throughout the course of the week. So go ahead and give us a follow on those accounts. If you're listening using iTunes, you can leave us a star rating on there as well as some feedback on what you think of our show. That's always appreciated from us. And lastly, you can check out any of our older episodes in the archives using any of the platforms I mentioned earlier. As well as visiting our own website to check out some more cool stuff on there at anchor.fm slash wrestling dash hi Hypothesis. So, after months of Kenny Omega tearing through most of the top of the division in AEW to retain his world title, beating the likes of guys like John Moxley, Ray Phoenix, Orange Cassidy, Pac, and just recently Jungle Boy, we now know who they're building up next to challenge Omega, and that is one Hangman Adam Page. The Dark Order interrupted Omega's promo in the ring this past episode of Dynamite. And we're teasing, but not outright saying Paige's name as the next person to challenge Omega for the title. And Ome to which Omega simply laughed it off and walked over to the back to close out that segment. But it's more than confirmed that that's the next world title program for the company for the next few months at least. Heading into All Out, most likely. It's almost a year in the making. If you guys haven't forgotten, going back to their one lone singles match they had back at Full Gear in November last year, where Omega beat Paige to become no more contender to the World Championship that Omega eventually won. Ever since then, with Omega winning the gold, almost all of us were waiting for Paige's time to challenge Kenny and go at it again, and here we are, almost a year on. So, we're all in agreement that Hangman Adam Page should eventually win the title from Kenny Omega, right? Who's, who, who's we? Oh. Hell no. Oh, okay. No! <laughs> No, that's what that's that's the direction. They've no. been this is this is like a two year romance. No, been, remember they no. were tagged, broke mm -hmm. off. Mm -hmm. Two of the top single stars in in the company, right? At the time, at the time, two of the top single stars. So what happened since then? Yes, Heyman dropped a bit. So, a he bit, did, a bit. He did drop significantly. A bit. 
but he's been slowly getting built back up. You saw that pop during during Double or Nothing. Yes. Open the show. The crowd is deafening. Who doesn't love Ham- Who doesn't love Hayman Page? <laughs> he's right where he needs to be. Okay, let me tell he's, you something. He's, he's right, he has a fan reaction to the level right of the top eight mm-hmm. Now, yes, does he have the promo ability as some other stars? No, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. But in terms of star power, he's been, and even the trajectory of how, how he's been, he's been opening a lot of the shows. You know, as Roman said, I'd rather open or close. Those are the two most covetous spots. He's been doing that. Okay. He's ready. I don't ha- think, right, like, it ha- should be a little later. I think full gear will be the most appropriate place, but he's ready. Hangman Page is elite. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I fucks with Hangman Page. He's one of my favorite wrestlers in AEW. Hmm. But Hangman Page should not face um, Kenny Omega. Why so? Because there's, just like what Kenny says, there's levels to this. The last time these two faced each other, was it a good match? Yes. Yes. But what happened? Because just like what you literally what you just said, he dropped. The, he dropped significantly. The consistency wasn't there they in terms to, of they had to rebuild page. him back up. But look, look, yeah. I I understand that, mm-hmm. right? But the way Kenny Omega is right now, Hangman Page can't touch that type of momentum that Kenny Omega is currently has right now. Now, if there was one guy I would prefer Who to would touch him right now to, to touch Omega, yes, Who? Miro. Yeah, no question. Miro is on a tear. He is. This man, Miro, is right now the most dominant wrestler in the game of wrestling, both WWE and, and, and AEW. Miro is the most dominant guy in the game. But I don't think they're gonna do okay. like double champion AEW. I think they, no, 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 no. they kept the division separate. Look, man. look, look. You could you yeah. could say they keep they keep the division separate. Yeah. I don't want to hear jack shit about that. Ever since when I heard Kenny Omega win the TNT World Title, I don't want to hear jack shit about that about what double the, champion. Wait, wait, hold up. He said Kenny won TNT. Kenny Kenny TNA, Omega. TNA. Kenny Omega won. Us at TNT. Yes, at TNT. Oh, TNA. I'm sorry. Okay. The TNA World Title. I don't want to hear jack shit about the company. I don't care, bro. That's a double champion as far as I'm Wait, concerned. It's not triple. Okay? No, if they really wanted to, they can. Thank they you. Really Thank book. you, Abba. They can book that. Miro is the most dominant guy who's currently on a tear right now in AEW. Miro should be the one to face Kenny Omega. He needs to face Kenny Omega. Because you remember, Miro is, in, uh, is currently a TNT champion in a division that he's, like, dominating. Yeah, it's just that. It's like... He's like heads and shoulders over everybody. Like Omega. Like like, like Omega. Who if there's a guy that's on the same level as Omega, it's Miro. And for the first time in his career, Miro can actually act like himself in that in that t- um no cutthroat cut attitude. He's blunt. He could he doesn't care. And most importantly, he got something to prove more than anybody else. He does. So why not face the top guy in Kenny Omega to face him for the AEW War Title and help put the CC title on the line. Winner take all. All out. Yeah. Why not? And you guys pick Hangman Page, nigga. Please. Well, Hangman Page got to start somewhere to get back up. I, no, I understand that. Don't get me this wrong. This was this was a year in the making. I feel given the history. Hangman Page. He got history with Kenny Omega. Don't get me wrong. He, that is true. But like I said, my boy Kenny said, levels to this. You know what I think it is. Miro is the guy. You know what I think it is though. Why they decided let's let's drop Hangman Page a little towards the bottom of the card, 
Yeah, to slowly build him. It's, it's because gotta... it's it's to slowly build him into like give us a a moment where we least expect it for and him I to finally come waiting. climb back to the top of the card. And I think they're waiting for crowds to come back. Like, that right, too. Let's slow. Let's knock him back all the way down to build. Like it's it's, it's like what New Japan does all the time. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember when Okada lost the belt to I think it was Ibushi. I don't, hopefully I'm correct. Yeah, they knocked they knocked Okada all the way. They put that man no. in. Make hard help. To I get slowly that. Slowly build him back up. I get that sentiment, yeah. but I'm also, but I didn't even get to my main point, Sorry and that's that. this. No, it's all good. The fact that I think Brody Lee passing away, God rest his soul, mm-hmm. is I Kinda. think that was a big hit towards Hangman. Their plans for Adam Hangman Page yeah. because I feel like without a leader, ever since he passed, I feel like they've been they didn't they were scared to like give them to not to give him the reins. I think Not the that, plans were but to I like, feel like yeah. they had to call... Like Audible? Yeah. Audible. Yeah, they had to call an Audible on the whole idea. They had to nix all the plans they had planned for Brody Lee and maybe somebody else. And they had to insert Hangman Page into the slot. Well, because they figured, we're dropping him down the card anyways. Let's give him a role that's somewhat significant. Well, real quick, real quick. Being I think the, the uh, storyline was to get... In order to get Hangman up to that level, he had to go through Brody. I think that Brody was supposed to help... Elevate Hangman. For all we know, that could have been that story. Go ahead. Hangman Page is not the right guy for the Dark Order. No, of course not. He's, He's not. not. He, he just yeah, I felt like it has worked, though, in its own way. It worked a little bit, no, then no, it started. Way, I mean. It got in too comedic. It's it, not a it long got term too comedic. He's the, he's, the, he's the wrong guy. Because when the Dark Order was here with Brody Lee, God rest his soul, they were different. Severely. The attitudes were. They were forced to be reckoned with. Exactly. Hey, I don't feel that with Hangman Page with bro, with the Dark Order. No, they're like a I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. They turn babyface. No, no, I, I get that, which was kind of needed because no, 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 no. Yeah, they need to support was look, on look, them look, after Brody passed. Look, look, look. he's not the right guy for Dark Order. It could just be me, but he's not the right guy. No, I get it. Long term, he's on. Mm-hmm. He's he's not he's not the right guy. I think they're doing this as a service, obviously because of Brody, right? But like. Because of, I guess his connection with Brody in yeah. real life, but Hangman Page, as much as I fucks with him, he ain't the god to face Kenny Omega. I need a guy that has, has the same level of consistency, the same level of dominance, the same level of cachet, currently in AEW to face Kenny Omega, and his name is Miro. Miro has been on a tear ever since he won the TNT title, Miro, especially. The one of the, besides the wrestling, the one number one thing that really, really impressed me was his mic work. It transcended religiously. He's okay. the redeemer. I agree with that. Exactly. Miro is the guy to face Kenny Omega and possibly win it. Because Kenny Omega is injured. Because maybe if he's if the injury gets worse, they like, yo, like you said, call an auto. Miro gotta win that shit. Or if they don't call it Audible, I will still make Miro win the championship. Because I feel like AEW needs something new. Because the way I'm looking at it right now, ever since the deal with the t- with, with Impact Wrestling, Kenny Omega is, is, brings no interest to me. It's been nonchalant. To the top of the card? Yeah. I see him every week. Things have been kind of stagnant. It's been I, stagnant. I that, yeah. It's been mediocre. I don't see anything fresh. I don't see anything new. Don't get me wrong, Kenny Omega can still elevate people. Don't get me wrong. And, and by the way, he's great. Shout, shout out to Jungle Boy. That that match he had, Jungle Boy, mm-hmm. fire, right? But 
Jungle Boy is a star in the making. Yeah, exactly. But Miro is next. He's the guy. As a, the next, no, not the next, the first dominant figure in AEW. Miro's the one. So I can go, yeah, that can go all the way to the top of the card, win the title, yeah. Yeah. Hefty words right there. All right. <laughs> Heard it here first. I agree with him, so I, I'm good. I got nothing. I agree, with, I agree. I can't. What do you want me to say? So you think it should be Miro? What do you want me to say? Uh, who's so you, so you change your answer from you. You had Hangman Page, so you agree no, with I'm me. Still... Do you agree with me or not? As he, as he said, Miro, I'm gonna have to change my answer. Thank you, sir. I'm gonna have to change it. You know, I, I don't, you. I don't do this a lot. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm very, I'm very, very stubborn. Yeah. But I, I, I will, to, what, you, I what about to, you? You I change your to. answer? Or you still stick to Hangman Page? If you still stick to Hangman Page, I'm cool with it. Okay. I can't, I, I can't say Cody because Cody has been really nigga, stinking up the place for, for a little bit, you know. Yeah. You know, my nigga, my, you my know nigga, me into Cody saying. My, 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 nigga, my nigga Cody Royce, take a vacation, bro. I'm sorry. Take, take a vacation. You, you a dad. You a dad. Yeah. <laughs> Raise that child. Facts. Yeah, but go on your break, man. <laughs> go on your break. You That's what people wait for you. Freshen things up for yourself, man. You've been asking for that break for so It intrigues me so much to see. I would love to see Miro. Become the next one to challenge oh, Omega for the title. Badly. He's really stepped up his game. Up I, this game. is exactly Please. what I expected from him when he when he got released from the company last we, year, WWE. We expected, like, okay, he's going to change, but no one expected this, this level. This. Yeah. Even and, I didn't expect and it. And it's like this. I'll add at this point just to end it. If Mero wins the, the AEW World Champion, it helps AEW a lot. How so? Because. Known star? Huh? Known star, known presence. Yeah. He has that presence. No mm. it's, it, not just that. <laughs> Kenny Omega will take a back seat. Because I feel like he needs to do that. Oh, he at does. Some, he, at some point. He has to. He knows right? that. He, he because, can, yeah, you know, because ever since the, T, the, the uh, TNA slash AEW deal, he has Kenny Omega guys. has been the only one carrying both brands. Significantly. It's not even funny. Yeah, he's been carrying right? both shows. I feel like if Miro wins the AEW world title, yeah. Kenny Omega could be like, I got help now. I'm good now. I could take a back seat. If I was Kenny Omega, I would severely help out the TNA stars. I really would. Yeah. I really would. Because I feel like they need There's that only two guy. people in, in TNA who I can see who are like, okay, they're like the front runners yeah. for the TNA top. That's Moose yeah. and Sam Callahan. And, and no one else. And you could see other stars compete for the AEW. I would like to see John Moxley versus Miro. I like to see Hangman Page versus Miro. All fresh matches. Fre- fresh matches. Fresh matches. The AEW needs that. But then I ask you this: Who? Let's say Miro and Omega does happen, and Omega Miro does win the chips. Okay. Who's fight? Who's the? Who's dethroning him? Nobody. Someone's yeah. got to. Nobody. Got to. You know why? No, 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 no. I understand that. But here's why I say nobody. You want to keep the level of consistency to bring the eyes of the attention towards AEW. If you're, if you're a, hold on. If you're AEW and you want to bring in fresh faces and you want to bring in a fresh dynamic towards yeah. AEW, it's Miro. I think Hangman Page could be that star too. No, I'm not saying he can't. He, he can't get Miro, to that point. I'm not saying he can't. Because right. I feel like Hangman Page could do it too. But I'm talking about Miro as a guy that was starving for he an had, opportunity he had a like lot more this. To prove, yeah. Severely. Mm-hmm. Right? This nigga was starving for an opportunity, just like Andrade is starving for an opportunity. Eddie Kingston, 
and others, people like him, to face Miro, and they people will now look at AEW like, okay, this ain't WWE. This is a place where I could actually make a name for myself from the bottom up right. to the top. Mm-hmm. And Miro, I feel, is the guy to do it like that. Especially a guy who's blunt. He's like he's like now a watered-down version of Samoa Joe. Now. But the difference is... That's a good comparison. Miro, TNA Samoa Joe. Yeah, TNA Samoa Joe. Yeah, yes. Yeah. TNA. TNA Samoa Joe. But now yes. Miro is more aggressive yeah. and he's more dynamic. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel about. Miro's the guy. To, to add on that, as, as you said before, uh, Omega stepping down. I think all the elite are... Going to step back. They want that now. They need they to. They need to step back. They oh, have yeah. to. Like, when, once They've they been get such that a focal fact, point on television. Focal yeah, point exactly. Oh, young bucks, bucks and all that. Even though the Bucks are in these weird stuff because, you know, everyone's injured in the tag division. So, yeah. hopefully, everyone gets back and then you'll see that transition. Yep. Roman Reigns was a guest on Peter Rosenberg's Cheap Heat show that he hosts. And he was asked the question of... Who is directly underneath him and who would he pass the torch to, so to speak? If given the preference, Roman Reigns did outright say that yes, while he is number one now as we speak in, and wreaking havoc over WWE right now, which is hard to argue, he is the best thing probably in wrestling bar none. He did say that he, if he had to pick one name out of the roster right now to, to, to pass the torch to, it is Drew McIntyre. Hmm. Carl, I see your facial hmm. expression, man. Please, uh-huh. you got it. You got any? I'm sure you got something strong to say. You want to? I do. Take the mantle but, here. Okay, Roman Reigns, based on his character, the tribal chief. You know, I'm wearing the t-shirt, the head of the table. He bared the locker. Room. He bared the locker with that interview. I don't give a fuck, as he should. Roman Reigns, that promo he shot down by shooting down the locker room. I loved it. It was well deserved. Cause you know why he was like, y'all ain't touching me, period, right? And then, based on what you said, Abba, he had an interview with on Hot 97, Peter Rosenberg, and he says Drew McIntyre is the next big time star. Hell no, absolutely not. Aren't they around the same age? I don't care if they're the same age. How are you gonna wait till he's 38? Bro, oh, no, 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 no. I remember we had a conversation. It was me, Abba, and Kenny via Zoom on one of our episodes on the podcast. Mm. And we talked about if Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre is the next rivalry in the same line as The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Nah. Oh, I love that discussion. Right? I remember that discussion. Myself and Kenny had brought up very good points. That was an extra episode, by the way, for all the listeners who missed out on that. Last November, I believe it was probably episode 15. Yep. Although I'll have to check back on that. Ch- 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 check it out. That that that, that um, extra episode is still relevant to this day. If you want someone to take the reins of you, I need someone that's an, on equal footing of me. Roman Reigns is nice on the mic now because of Paul Heyman, mm-hmm. right? He's... You already know he's the leash was taken off him. Yeah, the, so. you already know he's great on the ring. Yeah, and he became he's he he's much more of a flush, flat out character. He's 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 a flushed out superstar. He's right? a flushed out Everything superstar. Came Everything right now with Roman Reigns is perfect. Mm-hmm. This dude is polished. 
if I need a guy to take the reins off him, I need someone who's equal as him. Drew McIntyre ain't polished. You're not a finished product. You're not a polished superstar. You can't even carry a rivalry within yourself. Perfect rivalry. Drew McIntyre and Roman. No, Drew, Mc, Drew McIntyre and uh, Randy Orton. That, that shit got boring quick. Go it got boring quick because you know why? The nigga can't talk in the mic. I mean, Randy Orton, I felt, was phoning it in. No, no, no. I understand. But Randy had to carry it because Drew McIntyre can't talk in the mic. That's a glaring effect on Drew McIntyre. And I keep bringing that up because, and I will continue to bring that up. If because you ain't it's a, talking. If you ain't talking, I ain't watching. There it is. You feel me? There you go. Waiting for that. Bro. Drew, you, hear on, you hear it on the intro theme, folks, every week, and now you get to hear it here. Again. Because it's facts. That's great. You feel me? Drew McIntyre, if you ain't talking, I ain't watching. If you can't talk in the mic, I can't have a full fledged driver with you. If you can't, if you ain't talking to Mike, you ain't a polished superstar. If you can't talk in the mic, you can't take the reins of WWE. You cannot do that. Right? You and besides, you're not as sociable as a Roman Reigns, as a John Cena, as a Stone Cold Steve Austin, as a rock, etc. Drew McIntyre ain't that guy. As far as I'm concerned, there's no one in the same breath right now, as, yeah. right now in the WWE that's on Roman Reigns' level. And that's sad. That's severely sad. Severely sad. They, they couldn't build anyone up. Well, that kind of goes into what I was talking about. I think we were discussing before. I was going with yes with Drew because the fucking, who, who else is left? There's no one really built up to that point. Not even close to what McIntyre is Not, even, not even close to what McIntyre is at. Yeah. It's whoa, like it whoa, goes whoa, Roman. Whoa, whoa. That's what I'm saying. We need AJ whoa. Styles on the main event scene. You do have Styles. Uh, maybe a... Time, 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 time. Yeah. Go ahead. I know what he's going to say. Go, Go ahead. ahead. Hold up. Who are you going to say? What about my nigga Bobby Lashley? <laughs> I knew it. Oh, Bobby Lashley. Whoa! Bobby Lashley. As far as I'm concerned, Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley are the same niggas. They're the same guy. Literally. Nah. Then, no, no, no. Think about this. Think like, about this. Think about no, no, no. MVP. Because MVP. No, no, no. Think about this. Think about MVP this. MVP is really One carrying last oh, No, no, no. Hear yeah. me out. You got Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. You got Bobby Lashley and MVP. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You got the greatest manager of all time in Paul Heyman, as in the next best manager in MVP. Right? Okay. Bobby Lashley is literally carrying Raw by the skin of his teeth. While... You got Roman Reigns, who's carrying SmackDown. But the thing is, no. I don't think Bobby Lashley they, is as they, they carry no, 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 in two different ways. Whoa. He, he's not as... Okay, you can say that all you want to. They carry it in two different ways. No, I, You're yeah. completely right They carry it in two yeah. different ways. But Bobby Lashley's more sociable. Bobby Lashley could talk on Mike better than, than Drew McIntyre. And he has cachet. Then Drew McIntyre. Yes or no? I'm kind of iffy on him being a better promo than McIntyre. Sorry. You sure about that? I'm, pow- I'm talking about just the two of them. If what it's, it, if it's no them MVP, two alone on a mic, no I'm MVP. I'm sorry, I think I'm taking McIntyre there. But with MVP and Bobby Lashley together, yeah, it totally exceeds. But you yes. can say, but you can say the it's same true. thing with Roman Reigns, even without Paul Heyman. Can you can you say that legitimately? Roman Reigns right now, he doesn't even need Heyman to talk. No, no, no. But but yeah. that, but but what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is yeah. because of MVP brought more 
much of a different character of Bobby Lashley, which that which that is true, which lifted his which lifted his wrestling game and his mic skills and his promo skills, and that's what I'm talking about. Of course, right. The same thing happened to Roman Reigns, and that's why I've said that Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns are in the same ballpark, and like. And the reason why by, uh, Roman Reigns said the uh, Drew McIntyre, that's by default. By default is Drew McIntyre. But I highly disagree with Roman Reigns because Drew McIntyre is not a finished product. Bobby Lashley now is currently much more of a finished product than Drew McIntyre is because Bobby Lashley is WWE champion. And what, what, have you ever seen ABBA? Yeah. When Drew McIntyre was WWE champion, did he carry the WWE better than Bobby Lashley is currently doing right now? Do you see Bobby Lashley in commercials? I mean, Drew McIntyre in commercials? Do you, did you see Drew McIntyre being more sociable outside of WWE than I think it was. Bobby Lashley? I think it was. More than Bobby Lashley? I mean, I don't see Bobby Lashley like that outside I of have. WWE. I have. I have. That's just me, though. Okay. I'm talking about like he's been in more endorsement deals. He's been in more interviews. He's been like I'm talking about like that because it slowly it slowly reminds you know what kind of reminds me of what? to a lesser degree. It's not trust me. It's not the same. Trust me. Trust okay. me. What I'm about to say. Okay. But it's not the same. But do you remember when? But do you remember when Triple H and Ric Flair? It was just those two. Triple H and Ric Flair. <laughs> okay. Right. It was it was so it reminds me of a little bit like that. It was very For sociable. Sure. It was very um, relatable. Evolution type thing? No, no, no. no. I'm talking about before evolution. Before? Okay. This is before. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm talking about before evolution, right? It was. It reminds me of that when when Bob when Triple H and Reigns had, was with was with the ladies. Oh, suit game. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The 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 dynamic of Raw, mm-hmm. just like that. That's what it reminds me of. Bob Lashley, I think right now to me, I much pick, I'll pick Bob Lashley over Drew McIntyre now. Could I be wrong in the future? Yeah. Would I say to be wrong? I'll say well, I'm wrong. Because I don't, I don't mind when I'm wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. But Drew McIntyre ain't a finished product. Like a Lashley and a Roman Reigns. No, that's that, part, that last part's definitely true. I, th- I do think Lashley is more of a finished product or closer to a finished yeah, product than exactly. McIntyre is. And, and he's more, like I said, you could use him for like, in, like um, what's his name? Roman Reigns just came off Hot 97. Bob Lashley could do that. He could, he, he could do that. He he's he's on a Peacock endorsement deal, like he could do commercials representing WWE. Bobby Lashley could do that. I've never seen Drew McIntyre do that. He done some stuff. I'm sure he's done stuff. He's I've like seen him some, in some, some, some commercials he done. I, I know it was like the, what commercial? <laughs> what commercial you seen from Drew McIntyre? The only one I've seen. Was they were talking about everyone needs a vaccine shot. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Hey, it's a commercial. What endorsement deal is that? You said commercial. I gave it to you. Nigga, what, please. What, you to Everybody do? and their mama was doing that. He was on Nigga, it. please. He was on it. Please. I don't even see the I'm not button. giving you that. Nah, give me that. I'm not giving you that, bro. No, I'm sorry. That's reaching. That's re- Exactly. That's <laughs> reaching. I'm I am reach. not giving you that. I'm going to reach. It's Roman Reigns. Then it's Bobby Lashley. And then there's everybody else. The, the the sad thing is that as we to wrap it all around, there's no one out there, and that's indicative on the bad job the E has done to try to build new stars. So after they was able to carry the company, he was able to carry the company post WrestleMania last year before Roman came back. Man, wasn't able to carry company during pandemic. No, well, no Booker one. T had a problem with that about WWE not making new stars. <laughs> Right, he called them out on it. Here's he's what been I, doing that, here's actually. what I would say. He's correct. I'm not even gonna say that, but here's what I would say. However, 
Is it WWE's fault of not using new stars, or is it the new stars that doesn't um, make themselves better? It's a, it's both. It is both, but it's also how, remember, this is, goes back to Moxley's uh, interview with Jericho mm-hmm. on how stuff is scheduled up or how stuff is done. There's so much red tape, so it's like, here, here's your gimmick, that's it. Here's your gimmick, here's your script. Even when Moxie was trying to change stuff for when he first came back from that injury, mm-hmm. remember that large and he came yeah. back, he was doing the mask, the mask and like the, uh, he was like, not Moxie cold. was objecting to yeah. it every single week to it every, every, yeah, was trying to, to change that. it up. It's just so much red tape. These and you guys think of all people, I'm sorry stretch. for interrupting, but yeah. Moxley had more cachet than a lot of other people in the back. Yeah. He's been champion. champion. He's, he's I very agree. trusted. I agree. Former WWE champion. And he still got vetoed. Yeah, I agree. And uh, back to our first conversation, Moxley yeah. would have been the perfect person to talk shit about WWE. In the ring. He would have been perfect. Back to our first conversation. Instead of, instead of, no, 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 instead of Eddie Kingston, Moxley, I would have been perfect. Anyway, but like, but even Moxley told Eddie Kingston to yeah, do that whatever. same thing. <laughs> whatever. But, like, <laughs> I'll in, give you the opportunity in terms to shine. I'm going to go the, with it, my baby. Yeah, exactly. But um, <laughs> in home. terms of the wrestlers, what I'm saying is that like you need to work on yourself. Like I truly, I truly feel that way because like l- let's take let's take the Miz for example. Hmm. This right? is I don't. Wait, I, wait, I, I, on, I know where you're going, but go ahead. On, I do too. On. I know. Go ahead. The Miz is one of the few men in WWE that could be used no matter what. Because he's a specialist on the mic. Pseudo Cena. Pseudo Cena. If what, you want to call him that. Sure. Whatever. He's a specialist on the mic. Right? Mm-hmm. As the current stars in WWE, mm-hmm. they're not specialists. You're generalists. Right? They're generalists. Everybody is. Everybody's a good wrestler. Everyone's a good wrestler. Exactly. Stand out. Every, listen, Everyone's so, a good wrestler. There's so much good wrestling you need to... Stand out. You need, exactly. You need a character. You need something. You, you know? need something. something. Like, like oh. one of the one of the guys from in the Money in the Big match, Ricochet. You know, I'm keeping my eye on him. You know why? For the he, match. Yeah, for the match. You know why? Because he changed his gimmick. He changed his persona. He instead of instead of like he finally did. No, no, and, how, and, how, and, yeah. and, and, and instead of instead of like I don't know if you noticed it. Instead of using like um. Using characters that portray, like, one minute he's, like, portraying a character from Captain America. One minute he's portraying, uh, like, a Marvel character or a DC character. He used to do that. But you know what he was, you know what he said? He was like, uh-uh, I'm going to change that. Black pants, black boots, regular shit. Because you know why? The wrestlers has to stand out to impress Vince. I don't think Ricochet gets the, uh, given the opportunity no, to do that. No, no, but no, no. But the reason why he changed his gimmick is because, like, because like he was like the shit I was doing before wasn't working. I was in two hundred five live. I was doing before the show, etc. I mean, now, is he more aggressive now? No, no, no. I'm not saying he's more aggressive. I'm saying because he changed his gimmick, mm-hmm. he's he's trying his hardest to impress Vince to get back yeah. on the main show. Yes, yes. And to that's get what I'm saying. The same thing with um, what's his name? Um. What's his Otis. Name? I, I'll say Otis. No, Otis um, not Otis. Otis. Not, what's his name? I see champion. What's his name? I see champion? Cruz. Yeah. Cruz. Cruz. Apollo yeah, Cruz. Cruz. He changed his gimmick. That was perfect. Yeah. Okay. Right? He changed his gimmick to be in the main show. That's working for him. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know about Otis. I don't know about him. To a lesser extent, this is a, to a much lesser extent. Sure, sure. But Nikki Cross is now apparently a superhero. I don't like that. I'm I sorry. Hate that, that, I hate it, but like, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I heard, something different. I know Solomonster. Shout out to him. He mentioned it on his recent episode of the show, I think last week, about Nikki Cross and the new gimmick. She was the one who pitched it to WWE. It wasn't a Vince McMahon creation. It was, it was Nikki's it idea. It was her it was creation. Idea. But guess what? She, she's been pushing it for months. 
And from, from what I gather, everyone seems to be... It's it working. Look, I do think that when the fans come back in attendance line... You think, you think they like it? I think they'll Look, actually get on board with we'll it. We'll see. We'll see. Right? But what I'm saying is this. Booker T is right based on what he said. But I also feel it's a... 100% It's, it's a double-edged sword, though. Booker T is right what he said. But the rest got to stand out, too. Right? If the rest doesn't stand out, you can't really knock WWE for that. Yeah. If, but if WWE can't, if WWE, if the wrestlers, um, the wrestling's one thing. You gotta give some. If the, some yeah, but if the wrestlers adapt themselves, yeah, then you gotta blame WWE. I understand. So it's a double-edged sword. It is what it is. You gotta take it. It is. It, so, yeah. Go ahead. If you change your character and change your evolution, you're gonna be used. Right. If not, you're a standout. Yeah. You're a general. Mm -hmm. It has to come to a point. I feel where the everything else about you is so good that you're that in the back of your mind, the wrestling is kind of the afterthought. Right. It's like you just happen to be great in the ring. Yeah. You happen to be very good. That's it. More than more than solid. But everything else. But is what, what separates draws me in. you from the exactly. rest? Exactly. Is it your pack. mic skills? Yeah. Is it your charisma? Yeah. Is it your and your that presence? is why and and, and and I'm I'm gonna say this right now. This is and, and any fan that listens to this, this is what y'all need to understand. Due to the fact of what we just said, that no superstar right now separates themselves from the rest, yeah. is the reason why WWE has to bring back a Lesnar, a Cena, an Edge, um, um, a Taker. Well, let's be honest. Austin, well, the let's Rock. be honest. They're shooting themselves in the foot by doing no, that. I get that. Because they're relying but, too much. Going no, back to the cookie but jar. Sometimes, and not putting but their look, faith but the sometimes, but sometimes you have no choice. If the superstars ain't doing what they're supposed to be doing, then I'm I have to do that. But are you gonna? But here's the thing: Are you gonna credit that to the the stars? You're gonna give them the blame? You're gonna put the blame on them, or you're gonna put the blame on WWE for not doing anything? No, but but that's what I said earlier. Like more, I'm saying more so. Who are you blaming more? The stars. I'm blaming, I'm blaming the, the company. No, 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 I'm blaming the stars because like the company's always gonna be here. The company, but like I said, the company's always going to be here. But the company is waiting for the star to develop themselves so that the WWE could use them. Right, but my question at Roman that Reigns point did is, that. My question at that point is, how can you expect the stars to develop if they're not given the opportunities to? They can go out there and tr and and That's true. you know cut a promo out of nowhere like a like CM that. Punk's pipe bomb. They don't get the opportunities to do that. Oh, or, or if they do, hold up. Or if they do, Vince is going to demote them for it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. actually, CM Punk's pipe bomb. Was scripted. I Bro, no, no, no. Well, I don't. It was, was scripted. The promo, the ability for him to come out and do a promo, at that point in the show, was scripted. What he said was not. No. Okay. Okay. That's so what you, you mean. See how yeah, it's, yeah, I see what so you, you mean. See how. But it, the, yeah. the but even the pipe bomb opened Vince's eyes. He was like, "Yo, he's actually right." But not enough to the point where he's, got he's you. making. A I got change. you. I got you. But I see your point completely. I personally blame the stars for not developing themselves, but then you're also right in terms of the stars. Even if they do develop, WWE's still not going to look at you. I got that. It's a, as you said before, it's, it's a, a double-edged double sword. It's a double-edged sword. It's on, it's on everyone as a whole to get better. You notice how when a star or a gimmick that a star, that a wrestler is using on TV gets over and WWE takes notice of it or they either take too long to figure it out mm -hmm. for themselves because they're, they're idiots or they just don't give a damn. Like, look at uh, Sandow. Damien Sandow, Damien when Sandow. he was Mizdow. Yeah. yeah. He got over, like, he Crazy. was probably the most over thing in the company. I was hyped about him, too. I was I was a big I fan, honestly. I, I was like, damn, this is what I'm watching Raw for nowadays, for Mizdow. Yeah. He was actually really good. what they do, honestly, yeah, I never... Sandow was never going to be a main event star. Yeah. He didn't have the capabilities. He didn't have it. But he was relatable. But he could have been something more than what he ended up being. He, yeah. You know, being he found something away to like stay that. on TV. He found something. So we have like many cases of that that I could bring up now, but yeah, I, I, I get that. But like, where they're not capitalizing on what's 
happens any given week. WWE, someone takes someone WWE's not fire. capitalizing on utilizing their stars, but the stars themselves are not utilizing to develop themselves in their own right. That, yeah. yeah, that's the one thing. They're so you not, can look at that. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah, yeah, what they've what they've been. I, I can't really say that because we don't know what they're doing. But all right, all right. right. Yeah. Only time will tell what will yeah, happen. Pretty much. Bro. Throughout the month of June, WWE has aired their 50 Greatest Tag Teams series over on Peacock, where each week they would go over a few names in the rankings before eventually hitting number one this past week. Since this is WWE's own curation of the list, there were bound to be more than a few questionable choices as to which team is better or worse than whom. But we're going to go over the top 10 of this list that we got, not all 50, obviously that's ridiculous, the greatest tag teams of all time here. Number 10, the British Bulldogs. Number 9, the Brothers of Destruction. Number 8, the New Age Outlaws. Number 7, the Usos. Number 6, the Legion of Doom, i.e. the Road Warriors. Number 5, the Dudley Boys. Number 4, Edge and Christian. Number 3, the Hart Foundation. Number 2, the Hardy Boys. And number 1, Numero Uno, the New Day. Why is LOD so damn low? Just outside the top five. Why is and it's funny, too. Another so another general observation so since we're at it. Number 11, just outside the top 10, is Demolition. I'm like, damn. That's a spin in the nah. face to all Demolition That's fans. Demolition's top 10, bro. They are. Top 10, I got, but to be honest with you, I got the Usos over Legion of Doom. I got the Usos over Legion of Doom. I think this, we got them over because that's what we've seen, is what we're accustomed to. No, no, no. I've seen Legion of Doom to some degree. I've so, seen yeah, them. to some They're degree. Nice. But, but like, we literally seen Usos rise. We were part of that shit. Yeah. Okay, that's true. So it's it's almost like thus, almost like with New Day being number one. We've seen New Day's rise. Does anyone have a problem with New Day being number one? I have one? no problem with it. What about you? I thought I did, but nah, I'm good with it. Yeah, AEW is the great. I say AEW. There you go. No, I mean, <laughs> that's mine. I mean, I mean, great tag team right now. Great, great, great anyways, tag division. The New Day is the greatest tag team of all time. They're the most profitable tag team. Mm -hmm. They're the most successful tag team. Not one team made WWE that much money, ever. They're printing money for Vince. Literally. They're the most profitable tag team, period. <laughs> Off YouTube, they made their own cereal, shirts, um, endorsement deals, everything. Who could forget Bootios? I ain't got all front. Actually, I bought a box. I bought a box, too. That shit was good. That shit it was, was good. good. It was good. I was surprised. Yeah. It was just I, 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 I was really surprised. But, um, Hold up. Um, but like, yeah, the new day is is great. Is really really great. My personal favorite tag team is the Hardy Boys. Okay. Personally. Personal. Um, I would Same put here. Edge and Christian at number five. The Dudley Boys needs to go to number four. Wait, wait. Actually, who's number three again? Hard Foundation. I'll put the Dudleys at number three. I'll put the Dudley Boys at number three. It was two Hardys, right? Two of them are Hardy. All yeah. right, so go over go over from five to one. Let's do that. Let's each of us. That's what I plan to do anyways on the show. Okay. We'll each of us make our own list, top five of the greatest tag teams in our opinions. In the E. Okay, WWE. Only. In WWE, yes. WWE okay. Only, yeah. This list is to only WWE, so we might as well. New Day, number one for me. Okay. Two Hardys. Okay. Three Dudleys. Four, the Usos. Number five, Edge and Christian. No argument with that. Yeah. Pretty good list. Uh, number five, New Day. The tandem of Kofi Kingston, Big E, and Xavier Woods have taken the tag team scene in WWE by storm. 
pretty much from the moment they debuted as a faction in 2014. Winning the tag titles 11 times is no small feat. They've had more than a handful of classic tag matches with the Usos, the Shield, and the former Revival. Whoa, 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 whoa. Number one, number one, I, I respect. I really do. Thought it was pretty iffy on it when I first saw the list and I saw them at number one and the rankings, but I think top five is more accurate. Get, despite all of their success. Keep going. I, I can't Keep going. That. Keep going. I don't want to get hate for this list. Keep going. So. Go ahead. You got, new, new, new Day is number five. Who is number four? Continue. Number four, I have the Dudley Boys. Bubba Ray and Devon. These two would revolutionize what it meant to be put through a table in pro wrestling. Sure, it's come to the point where it's simply overdone on current programming. We see someone being put through a table somewhere every given week. But they were the ones who made it their niche before anyone else would. So that's why they're my number four. Number three, Edge and Christian. Probably the most entertaining tag team in wrestling history. At least in my opinion, they are. These two guys are so good at their roles, they can easily adjust to tag team or singles given both of their mega talents that each of them possess. When so many people backstage in their heyday were doubting them over their abilities to be taken seriously in pro wrestling and were doubting their abilities to get over it all, both Edge and Christian sought to prove all of the doubters wrong. Every time they went out there to entertain and reinvigorate the tag team division in WWE heading into the 21st century. Alongside the aforementioned Dudley Boys and my number two pick for this list, the Hardy Boys. Matt and Jeff Hardy were the bona fide charismatic risk takers in the WWE in the early 2000s that most wrestling fans have never seen before those two came along. All the crazy innovative spots where they would fall off 15 foot ladders onto tables or other ladders can be mostly contributed to this team in their battles with the aforementioned Dudley Boyce and Edge Christian in their TLC battles. They captured the hearts of many as well as inspired so many wrestlers we see today to get into wrestling in the first place. Which leads me to number one, and I know I'm going to get hate from this, for, for, for this pick. My number one tag team of all time, in my humble opinion, are the Usos. Are you serious? Usos number one? Yeah. Okay. Are you, we live? I think, uh, I think I'm indirectly trolling, but you know what? I'm probably not, so. You, you or me, bro. But. I'll tag you. All right, boom. Lawrence, go first. Get this thing. Go on. <laughs> Give me the hate. I'm what ready. The hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Come on now, man. Usos at number one. Usos. I mean, I enjoyed them more than a New Day. New Day has been... They've carried the Usos in their feud. Nah. They literally carried... Have you seen the Hell in a Cell match they um, had? All, all their matches that... Yeah. They were, they were opening shows, opening... Even the ones they did... Um, What was it? They were, they were doing... Not main event. They were freaking doing pre-shows. Even their pre-show stuff. They had the Usos and New Day on pre-shows. They were doing banger matches there. Okay, but I don't think it was a Their case feud, of one carrying the other. They, nah, they carried the Usos at that time. Yes, the Usos eventually got there, but it was New Day. Got there. They were there. It was New they Day. They were there by that point. New Day was the one that was like, we got you. I think yeah. New Day, if anything, I think at the by the time they had that classic feud in 2017 on SmackDown, yeah. you could argue the New Day were getting stale. New Day no. had because they've been no. up. But you know, had coming, the but you know why I say yeah. that? It's coming off the back of a title, a tag title run on Raw for like a good year and a half. They had the strength. They on didn't the have. For they years. needed to do something else. The Usos reinvigorated them when they moved to SmackDown. Yeah, when they turned to. Wait, you saying the Usos reinvigorated the New Day? Yeah. That's what I, I think. Disagree. I disagree. That's about what I that. think. I disagree about that. Here's why. I they kind of lit a fire under no, no, the New whoa, Day. No, no, whoa, 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 whoa. I did. Okay, okay. I would agree to you that the Usos are the number one team 
to rival the New Day. I'll give you that one. Yeah, the, the best rivalry? Of course. Best rivalry? You, you got that hands down. I have no, no issue. The thing that you do not have hands down is that the Usos do not deserve to be number one. I got them in my top five. I got them in number four. Okay. Right? I got them that number four because I'm a twin. That twin, that twin shit, I respect that. But they're not number one. Absolutely not. Because here, here's why. Have the Usos carried the tag team is better than the New Day? Yes. I'm going to leave right now. <laughs> you better change your answer right now. You need to tell me with a straight face that the Usos carry the tag team division better than the New Day? If not on par, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it's leagues better, but they were probably on par. What the hell have you been watching? The New what Day carried that tag team division for years. Okay, years. so have the Usos. For, 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 no, 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 no. The no. Usos never needed it. No, no. What? When they turned heel, they didn't need help like that. They were yes, they did. No, they yes, they did. Yes, they, they did. Yes, they did. They needed that quintessential babyface. Yes, they did. You know why they needed help? Oh, 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 you know, oh, oh, oh. you know why? You know why they needed help? Because before, when the Usos became the um the, the gimmick, the Uso Penitentiary, the paint, no, they're, they're like painted faces, like no, 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 off no, no, their Samoan heritage. No, 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 I'll give you that. No, off their, oh, oh, off their Samoan heritage. No, 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 no. You said the Usos were number one. That counts. That counts. All right. The Usos before the New Day. Had their painted faces, they weren't. They were nothing. No, I said once they turned heel, they became number one. Look, uh, once, even when they did turn heel, they weren't better than the New Day. They were not. They were not. They were not as much as I love the Uzu Penitentiary gimmick. Trust me, I love that. They were not charismatic as the New Day. They weren't over as much as the New Day. They were not number one That's as the New were. Day. They did not carry the WWE for. We're talking about for years. We're talking for years. You can say Usos were number one at like a certain year. I'll give you that. But we're talking about like over five years. Five, like, over five years, the Usos are number one. Okay? That's half a decade. Let me tell you what I think. Who New Day. carried the mantle at certain time periods? Like whose turn was it? Let me, let me try to get this right. Okay. In my humble opinion, 2015 to 2016, it was the New Day. Yes. I'll give it to them. Mm -hmm. No question. 2017, into the rivalry... Heading into, I would say 2018 too. Mm -hmm. 2019. I'm trying to think 2019. Who was at the top? I, like I that? think 2019 was, was was New Day. It was the New Day. It was New Day. 18, New Day. 19, 20. You know New what? Day. I will give it to New Day because Kofi was the champion. Bro, and... 2018 through 20, 2018, 19, 20. New Day. Usos and, and, and hold on, hold on. Usos. Usos probably at best had six months. Exactly. Six months they were untouchable. They were they were untouchable. Six yes. months. But for years, six months. New Day, hands down. What was that, 2018, 2019, 20? When was that held in the cell match? 2017. 2017. 2017. So 2017 to 2018, for six months, they were untouched. Yeah. After that, it went back to New Day. Back to New Day, because immediately. Because Vince went back to, because New Day is a sure thing for Vince. He knows what he's going to get out of New Day. Yep. He knows the crowd is going to... Go buck wild for New Day. And He's the one thing that you can't even... The one thing that you can't even say... The Usos are not even as much as profitable as the New Day. In terms okay. of merch? Great. In terms of merch, endorsement deals... It, hell, the, the New Let's Day... Let's be honest. They were great in their own right. The, the, no, no, we agree. by himself the, is more profitable than Usos. Yeah. By yeah. Himself. Xavier Usos was by got, himself. Usos don't got a gaming channel. Okay. Not, but anyways... Not and and the, 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 the icing on the cake... The Usos themselves helps the New Day pr a profit... Um, the WWE by doing up, up, down, down, both of them. Okay, so in that in that case, then what? Do they need the Usos to? Stay, no, 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 no. What I'm saying, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is that the Usos solidified the New Day. It wait, hold up. 
the U- let me fix this right. The Usos at the time were what you're you said 2017? Yeah. 2017, they were good. I would say that's their that was that that was the Usos year. That was a you, you got no argument from me. Okay. But 2015, 16, 18, 19, 20, New Day. The longevity of, of, of New Day. So let me ask you a question. You say you can't say 18. Who was better than New Day in 2018? Usos. No, they weren't. I would say so. No, they weren't. When did, I would say so. When did uh, Revival come up? But they were there for a short... No, the Revival never had a year. No, no, no. They never had a Besides, not including NXT. They never had a legitimate year. Yeah. But the New Day's longevity together as, as, as being a tag team solidified themselves as the greatest tag team of all time. Yeah. You, can, you, you can't tell me that. I love the Hardy Boys to the death. I grew up with the Hardy Boys. Actually, fuck that. Right? The revival was over New Day in 2016. You remember how fucking great they were? It was better than anything New Day was doing. Bro, you can say that in ter- at their time in terms of NXT. New Day was everyone's, the current from 2015, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. New Day was everyone's best, best uh, yeah. rival. So, I'm sorry, bro. 15, 16, 18, 19, 20, New Day. 16 and 18 are questionable. No, you can't, it's not questionable because even if you even if you say that the Usos is number one, off off rip, it's still New Day. Because you could say the Usos is number one as tag team champions, right? But did they? But Lawrence, did, did the Usos solidify at that year that they're the greatest of all time? No. no. Listen, in my opinion, Usos are... Better tag team wrestlers than the new day are, and they got better tag team chemistry because they're brothers, they're brothers. obviously. Also, for in ring, Usos and New Day, New Day is better because even with the tandems with the combinations that they had, I think the best combination of New Day is Xavier and Big E. That, that I combination, no, I agree is, with 100%. Is like that can go against anyone. That combination and their chemistry and uh, even, even facial expressions and tag team moves. They, they were just head above, shoulders above everyone. It was like New Day and then everybody else. And plus the New Day has cachet in terms of doing their own things individually. Mm-hmm. Kofi Kingston just won the WWE title last year. Big E is a former IC champion um, by in his own right. And obviously he got Xavier Woods. He's doing his own thing. But at the same time for Xavier Woods, he's actually promoting WWE on the sidelines. But can I ask you YouTube. something? Yes. And this goes for you too. And the Usos are, are doing it now. Jay Uso... Yes. Would you say that when Kofi won the WWE title two years ago mm-hmm. and went on Kofi the the run that he had yeah. but with the WWE title, would you say that you are interested at all compared to when Jey Uso was feuding with Roman Reigns last year? Honestly, no. I'll give you that. I'm not gonna. You were not interested. I'm not gonna front like that. that. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was. I was. That's you. <laughs> you know why? Because Roman. <laughs> Boom. That's a big difference. Roman. Okay, but Jey Uso had to bring something too. No, no, no. Again. Again, he was a dead weight. I'm not a fan of Kofi. We got something. We got to see something out of Jey Uso that no, no, we yeah, haven't yeah, seen yeah. before. But the thing is, the the thing I gotta give the New Day, they have cash of doing things on their own individual. I understand. Kofi Kingston, Big E, Xavier Woods. The Usos are doing it now. The thing is, about, they're doing it now. The thing about New Day is they bet on themselves. They like, bet on themselves. They didn't have a family. Like, Mm-mm. remember, Usos came from. The most, That's a big plus right there. That's the biggest big wrestling family, the the was it the Samoans, uh, the, the Samoan Samoan heritage. Yeah, they had that backing. David Woods said when he created helped create New Day, he's like the sole mastermind. If it didn't work, he was going to retire. So he I has understand a better the himself. story. I understand yeah. the story, but guess what? That's not going to factor into what I think here uh, when it comes to the rankings. No, 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 no it's just not but, like it's mm-hmm, it's a, it's true. admirable. Listen, I respect the hell out of out of all three of them for that. Mm-hmm. 
But that's not going to factor in at the end of the day for what I think. Yeah, no, I think the, the reason I understand the reason why he said that due to in ring chemistry. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about it entirely, not just in okay. the ring. No, I know you are. Right, I get it. So yeah. like, we know the new day has chemistry in the ring entirely, but there's outside of chemistry, there's value, individuality, cachet. They have all that. The Usos. But hold up, doesn't factoring that. when you're factoring in who's the best tag team. Yes. Of all time. No, I well, who are some of the best tag teams of all time? Yes. Why factor in how they are individually? Because because like the, how does that help them as a tag team? Uh, I'll tell you why. How? I'll tell you why. Let's take the Hardys, right? Isn't when they separated, right? You had Matt Hardy version one, fire. I, I, that's personally my my favorite gimmick of Hardys. Okay. Of the Matt Hardy, yeah. of Matt Hardy, right? I like Big Money Matt. No, that's okay. That's I love okay. Big Money Matt. You got Matt Hardy, right? Individually, mm-hmm. you got Jeff Hardy, right? Main event, Jeff. That run in 2008-2009 was legendary, right? Okay. And if you bring them back together, they are better now as a team than they were when they were younger because of their experience factors, how to work better in the ring, mm-hmm. and they still kept the tag team aspect because they're brothers, right? If you look at the New Day, Woods... Kofi, Biggie, Kofi Kingston individually, you know WWE title. You got Biggie's run. And you got Xavier. You got Xavier, Xavier Woods. Even if you separate them, right, mm-hmm. and do their own individual shit, right, and you bring them back together, you know, because they're brothers. Because they're brothers. brothers. Yeah, we gotta put the quotation. Yeah, <laughs> because they're brothers, yeah. black brothers. You feel me? They have that cohesiveness sure. to to work together. Well, and that's why I said the reason in the, the individual the individuality is a big deal mm-hmm. in terms of teams because Roman Reigns I'm paraphrasing but Roman Reigns said it best. What do you say? In, in terms of the Usos, yeah, right. Y'all never worked individually to upgrade your worth. They doing it now. Jay Uso is like is now a main eventer. Jimmy is now getting into that, right? Just like what the Hardys did, Edge and Christian, right? Edge and Christian, the Dudleys, what they did in TNA. And you, I forgot what team you also added. Who, did, did all the teams that, that I just said, were they in your list? Yeah. So It was just different order. Oh, okay, no, different no, order. Okay. All you just said, things at Hart Foundation. It, even the Hart Foundation. You got Brad. You, you got, got Bret Hart, world champion, Owen Hart, one of the best IC teams of all Hardy time. part of it. No, 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 no. I'm talking about based off the original list. Based off the original list, even if you... In the we're talking tag teams. Hard bro, foundation. I get that. When, we I, think, when people think Hard Foundation, do you think Bret Hart and Jim the Anvil Neidhart? No, no, I know. No, yeah. but Owen Hart's in there too. But like... But, he, but he's not part of the no, tag no, team. I, I understand. No, but the Hart Foundation is, is, a, is a... I know, okay. Oh, like, he's going as a stable. I'm talking about as a stable. Okay, yeah. I get that. But I'm yeah. saying, if Undisputed Era's in this list, we're safe to say we're thinking, what, O'Reilly and Fish? No, no. I cannot put on. I, 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 I can't. You're not top ten. They're not even top five. I can't, I can't even. No, I'm not putting them. I'm yeah, not saying they I don't know. You're, you're I, not, but they're in the top fifty. Yeah. yeah. But what I'm saying is like in terms NXT like team. if I could like based off your list, Edge and Christian, Dudleys, Hardys, New Day, Usos. The New Day, Hardys, Edge and Christian, and um. Ah, the New Day. So, no, New Day. You said New Day. I said it. Yeah, you did. Say I said it New Day, Hardys, Edge and Christian, Dudleys, Dudleys. Thank you. Each team had their own individuality, and when they got back together, they were even better, right? Okay. Usos okay. never did that. They're now doing it. You feel me? 
They're currently doing it right now. Okay. I'm only factoring in the tag team stuff. I, bro, I I'm get just that. Going, well, like, if you want to, like, like, listen. Get if we all have our own criteria yes. that yeah. we're maybe we're not even mentioning in ring, right I completely right get it. I'm not even, not, I'm, I'm not knocking the Usos because you only specifically mean in ring. ring. You got that. and chemistry That's and, what I mean. and chemistry. How, how, it, well, to be honest with you, if I was you, I'll kind of would switch that. If you said the Hardys, and if you said the Hardys number two, and it was in the, I would honestly switch that. Hardys, I got way better in chemistry than the Usos. That's a fact. <laughs> okay? okay, I'm being honest with you. I'm like, like. Switch that. If you pick the Hardys, number two, and Usos number one, I'm like, that's a crown in itself. Put the Hardys in number one, put the Usos in number two, I would have gave it to you. Okay. But, but New Day, to me, greatest tag team of all time. All right, cool. Lawrence, this is why I feel like Lawrence should have went. But okay. for, No, because my thing is, it's, it's kind of similar to, to, to Ricardo's. It's gonna Even be, the order? It's going to be New Day, Hardys. Uh, one to five. One to five you're doing? One to five, yeah. Okay. New Day, Hardys. Hardys. Dudley's Dudley's Edge and Christian but thing is this a lot of disrespect to them I'm putting LOD in there because yeah, that's cool you so. got to come on they 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 like the pioneers they like the pioneers they've done yeah, so okay. much uh so so much for for the WWE in this tag division like they come on I know even though I didn't watch enough LOD but I know I didn't either but they, they are they would be like number 6 They they are the like the cash yeah they are like the quintessential uh wrestlers for mm-hmm. for Vince Yeah I was trying to put in Steiners but uh <laughs> I know people get pissed at me up with the Steiners in there cuz Steiners oh you guys see it's some your, old, it's it's our show man you guys see some old Steiner matches Steiners I think probably revolutionized the in-ring aspect of tag teams more than anyone in terms of what they were doing back they in the They were very 80s. innovative, especially oh, Scott, were, yeah. They were doing some, whew, doing some shit. Definitely. You would, you would look to, for what the Steiners did back then, and then today, because, like, they're literally, they're, they're in ring, will literally just work, will just, just put them in, they'll fit just fine. Like, you can't put, like, uh, what was, uh, God, like, like the older tag teams in there. You can't, you can't put, like, uh, Midnight Express right now in today's, in today's, uh, WWE. No, today's wrestling. That's it true. Just, yeah. It just wouldn't work. But yeah, that's my five. Okay. Yeah, very respectable, li- respectable list. Mm-hmm. I think from uh, from all of us here. Uh, and that that'll do it for this week's episode. We'll close it out there for episode seventy of Wrestling Hypothesis for your July fourth edition of the show. Guys, happy holidays. Take it easy, guys. Deuces. <laughs>